Hello and welcome to The Coaching Corner, a podcast by RefCoach. We are Jack and Ale, and on this podcast, we provide short, educational conversations about refereeing to help officials improve and enjoy the game they love. Today's topic is using the captains, and we're going to talk about the role captains have and the impact they can have on your refereeing. So, Ale, the laws of the game specifically mentions captains. What does it say? The law 3, paragraph 10 says, the team captain has no special status or privileges, but has a degree of responsibility for the behavior or the team. So what does that mean? For me, it's quite clear in that first sentence that the team captain has no special responsibilities. Just because they're the captain, it doesn't mean that they have a right to shout at the referee or try and control the referee or anything like that. And then the second half of the sentence is quite clear. It says they do have a degree of responsibility for the behavior of the team. And I think that will form the crux of what we're going to talk about in this episode, because it shows that the captain, whilst they have no special privileges, they are a leader and they are somebody that should be helping you control the team. Yeah, I think it's good news for referees that the captains have this responsibility for their teammates and it's black and white in the laws of the game because that really gives you someone that should be ideally the leader of the team that you can rely on uh, in different moments of the game. I mean, obviously the captain's, the first responsibility is the coin toss, yeah. which is something that maybe we don't think about too often, but imagine if you have to pick between 22 players or who's going to do the coin toss now. <laughs> <laughs> it's those simple things that, that make a difference. And also at the coin toss, it's a really good opportunity for you as a referee to, to put the responsibility on the captains. Um, like Simple as I always say, let's work together today. Um, you know, it's just about that human connection and giving somebody responsibility actually can improve their behavior. It's like a kid at school. If you say you're responsible for this, all of a sudden the naughty kid might change their behavior because they feel a sense of responsibility to an authoritative figure. So what impact can a captain have on your refereeing and your game? Well. Ali, I think you agree it's a massive one and it can be a really, really positive influence or it can make a game really challenging, really, really difficult. And obviously both of those situations have to be managed differently. Yeah, it's interesting because the captain can definitely have a big impact but also should have no impact as a general rule because as we said at the beginning, the captain has no special treatment. Mm. So the captain can have a massive impact on the game if he or she is called into play by the referee. Mm. So if as a referee you want to use the captain in a certain way or you need the captain to help you control the troublemaker of the team or there's potentially, when you talk about, uh, and we'll talk about it later, how you can use the captain, but when there's something that you need more control over the players and sometimes you feel like you may not be doing that, that's mm. when the captain can really make a difference because if the captain is the leader of the team, then their players are going to follow them and they're going to listen to them and they're going to respect them, uh, which obviously could become a problem if the captain is not that type of leader. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, the captain has their arm in because they are that sort of person. Yeah, I think you nailed it there, Ali. The, the number one impact a captain can have is on player behavior, positively or negatively. If you can use the captain to control the team and work with him so he does the management for you, well... 
it can make refereeing a lot easier. It's very rare that it is that simple. Um, but if, if you've got a captain who really is the boss of the team and, and that I can think of examples when I've refereed and the captain has said to his players, don't talk to the ref, I'll talk to the ref. And you just work with the captain the whole game. And usually um, it makes the management of the match relatively straightforward because yeah. you've got your one go-to and the whole team listen to him. Uh, obviously, if um, it's not working, uh, that can have a really big impact the other way. And that can make refereeing really difficult. Uh, and we'll touch on what happens later. Well, what if the captain is the troublemaker? Um, because there's some other steps and, and strategies you can put in place to help you regain control or, or keep management of the team. Yeah, well, think about the captain and the coaches, for example. We always say when the coaches get voice were very vocal, very noisy on the sideline, that sort of passes on to their team. And it's the same with the captain. If the captain is yelling at you the whole game, the rest of the team is most likely to re- respond to that and do the same. But if the captain is respecting you and almost protecting your decisions, then the rest of the team will do most likely the same. So we talked about the role of the captain, the impact the captain can have. Now we're going to talk about when and, and how to use the captain. What strategies can you use to, to use the captain to help with game management? So, Ale, when are a couple of really good moments to, to use the captain and, and get them to help you? Yeah, first of all, I think it's important to say that using the captain, it's something that We'll bring up a couple of examples, but you can still do it at any given time where you feel there is a need for that and you need some sort of help from teams or you need to bring the, the teams on board. Mm. So there are the, there are some usual scenarios that happen during a game. For example, the first that come to mind is when a player is already on a yellow card and they're not behaving themselves they keep going in with really harsh tackles and yeah they're fired up or they do yeah. lots of those little fouls because that's really hard to manage is when it's not a spar it's not a reckless it's just little foul little foul little foul, and it just yeah. causes frustration doesn't it across the opposition yeah so that's that's when it, it's good to go to the captain and and literally and i've done it plenty of times and sometimes it does happen mm. you tell the captain oi you need to to either get your your player under control because he's going to get sent off. So either you do that or you get him subbed off because yeah. he's not going to finish this game. Yeah. And I swear I've seen it. Sometimes the captain gets their player subbed off because they realize yeah. they realize that their player yeah. gets out of control and they don't want to end the game with one man down. Yeah. And even anecdotally, this is a very extreme measure, but I remember a referee refereeing a game here in, in Melbourne and we're very ethnically based with our teams and one of the, the wingers was a different ethnicity to the home team and the wing he was on was all of the home fans so obviously there was a lot of anger between the two and you could just feel it it was going to blow up and, and the referee said to the captain he, he said look I can see this is happening I'm just telling you something is going to end badly you should do something about it and what did he do they the team swapped the wingers over and, and there was no problems that's a really extreme example and, and very rare and look it's not in the laws of the game but I think a good example of using management to avoid what could have potentially been a really nasty situation yeah, that shows what we were saying before, but you need to feel when it's right to use the captain. 
you you could have other situations like when there is a lot of time wasting. Yeah. Towards the end of the game, the last 10, 15 minutes of a game, and a team is winning one nil, and uh, they keep going down. The, yeah. Everyone all of a sudden starts getting cramping, whilst up to ten seconds ago they were running like money. The keeper takes yes three minutes on every goal kick, etc. Yeah, and you'll see when and you can do it. You'll see it in games. You can go to the captain and go, "Oi." Tell your goalkeeper he needs to get the ball rolling, the ball moving, because otherwise he's going to cop a yellow. Yeah. And you'll see more often than not, even if it's just for show, mm. where you say it out loud, everyone hears, hears you doing it. And then the captain, you see the captain telling their goalkeeper, do it, do it. Yeah. It may not speed things up, but the perception yeah. of it, it's perfect because yeah. everyone goes, okay, the referee has control over the game. He's used the captain. The captain is looking after their teammates. The other team is happy with you, so they don't complain about the time wasting. And potentially, you also reduce the delay of their start. Yeah. And a lot of that comes down to experience. Like That is quite high-level refereeing, having the nous and the ability and the thought process to do that. Uh, you know, I would never expect a first or second year referee to have that kind of game understanding. It comes from years and years and years of practice, game empathy, seeing things, trying things. So, so don't expect to go out there tomorrow and, and be able to use the captain as your fo- your most effective management tool. It does take time, experience, and sometimes it won't work. Sometimes the captain isn't going to be the most re- responsible player on the pitch. Sometimes they're going to be the troublemaker, the one causing you a problem, the one screaming at you which can lead to all sorts of problems. We've all seen it on the pitch where there was times where Man United, Roy Keane was captain and there was, you know, he wasn't the easiest (laughs) player to manage for for the referees. He was really difficult. So there's some things to consider when when the captain is is the troublemaker. Yeah, and obviously that's where what we just talked about. It's still valid, Mm. but not for the captain. Mm. Whenever you go referee a team, you always notice notice that there is a captain, but there's always a leader on mm. the team that doesn't have that arm. That, on and there could be several. Could be several. Could be several players, or could be, and the captain could be one of them. Yeah. But there's always someone else. There's always a second player. Uh, sometimes the captain has no control over the team whatsoever. It's more of a seniority thing. Yeah. But the actual leader of the play, of the team is someone else that it's more that is stronger, has a bigger personality. Or in junior football, this will sound silly, but saw it so many times when I was playing, maybe the captain is just the manager's son or daughter. Doesn't mean they're actually the leader. Yeah, exactly. And that's where everything that we talked about so far to do with the captain, we can do with this player. So we need to, first of all, be smart and be good at identifying these players and using them because... When the captain is the problem, we need to go through other ways yeah. to reach to them. Sometimes it may be as easy as if the captain is yelling at you, well, you give them a yellow card. And if they are the leader of the team, if you card them for dissent or, well, usually that's the, the case, usually that sets the tone for the rest of the team. So if they are the captain and the leader of the team, they will set the tone for the rest of the team. But they may not work necessarily and they may still think that they have some special privileges mm about um, their role. So that's where you need to find someone else to help you out. Sometimes you can even end up using the coaches Mm. and you can go and say, hey coach, your captain is creating too many problems. This is not gonna go down well. 
you got to do something about it. You got to control him. You got to talk to him because yeah. otherwise you're going to lose your captain. And, and that's the crucial step. So Ale talked about identifying other players who are leaders and have influence on the game, but it's using them and, and saying, hey, and sometimes it's just being really honest. Hey, I'm finding your captain really challenging today. Can you help me out? Can you help me get him on side or can you help me control this player? And again, it's putting that sense of responsibility on a different player can yield a, a positive response. And again, it's not always going to be positive, but we, we try these management strategies and we, we go through them to try and control the game. They're not always going to work. Sometimes you have to, you know, we're referees, you're there to do a job. Sometimes you have to do things we don't want to do, whether that's using your cards in, in whatever method. But if we can go through these processes and, and try and manage things in the right way, the game is usually going to have a much more positive outcome. So to recap, in this episode, we talked about using the captains and how to use the captains. First of all, we chatted about the role of the captain and what the laws of the game says about that. We then talked about the impact a captain can have on a game, both positive and negative. We talked about when and importantly, how to use the captain, a few different situations where they can be really, really useful for game management. And finally, we talked about a few strategies to use if the captain is the problem player. How can you get them back on side or use a different leader within the team to help you manage your match?
If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. For more referee education, join our Facebook group and become a RefCoach member for free at refcoach.org. If you like the work we do, you can support us by purchasing a RefCoach whistle to show that you are part of the RefCoach community when you're out on the pitch.